This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast and happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. We have absolutely no choice but to acknowledge the space that we are currently in because one, it is Friday. There is so much hope on the horizon for us. Do not forget to acknowledge the space that you're in. Two, it is the third anniversary. Happy birthday to the morning toast. Three years ago on this day, with a tenacious spirit and bad lighting, we walked into our studio wearing culottes and uh, leggings, probably, if I could remember correctly. And we started... We went where no other podcaster dared to go, mm-hmm. Long Island City. <laughs> we started our journey three years ago today. Wow, what a big day that was for us. Mm-hmm. And here we are three years later. I would say that we have grown up. <laughs> we have grown up and we have grown up. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh- absolutely stunning i think that will be the title growing up and glowing up we absolutely love to see it to everyone who's been here since the beginning we love you to those we lost along the way we don't miss you and to those who are new here welcome to another three years welcome 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 to the morning toast today's a great day you know what's a great day for It's a great day to tell someone you love about the morning toast and be like, you know what? It's a new year for the toast. It's time to get in on the third floor. Sorry, you missed the bottom three. You're going to have to take the stairs. You're going to have to take the stairs to the third floor. Still beautiful. Doable. join us on this journey. Please. And while you're joining us on this journey, as always, do not forget to acknowledge the space that you're in. So, and, and today, you will find that if you acknowledge the space that you're in, it's an amazing space. First of all, it's Friday. It's Friday. Oh, always, my God. We worked so hard for this, you always guys. Always a beautiful view from a Friday. We made it. Thank you, Rebecca Black, for just existing. It's also Fearless Taylor's version Friday. Right. So I don't know if you guys can see I'm wearing my Taylor um, era's merch, but... This one only is folklore. She keeps releasing it with every album. Homegirl doesn't stop fucking releasing albums. I know. How many sweatshirts can I get? Snitch is really conflicted about if she should keep up with every era sweatshirt. I, I told know. her to go for it because, like, they make you guys so happy. I know, but you know what? I am going to get a new one because 
I was like so late to the website that I only got gray and I'm not like crazy about the gray. I like the white better. So the next one I will get. Well, it works for today because I'm wearing um, some toast merch to celebrate the one year anniversary. I always, I'm sorry, three year anniversary. I always try and dress up for our anniversary. I need to look at my time hop and see things that I've worn in the past, but this is the first time our anniversary falls on a Friday. So like I'm not wearing a dress. This is also, what happens when casual Friday meets toast anniversary. Yeah. But my, I could have worn a skirt and I'm, I think I'm going to hit skirt season soon. My legs just like aren't ready. They need like a tan, a tan lux and everything. But I think next week you will be seeing my legs. Wow. Really? And that's something I can promise. You guys like chubby girls will understand like the anxiety of like leg season being upon us. Like I cannot no. bear the thought. It's, it's a scary thought, which yeah. is why we have to prepare. I can't, I can't. But you know what? Like yeah. adding skirts to the repertoire, like I've really run out of things to wear. And so yeah. I'm looking forward to the skirts again. I'm happy for you. I love a skirt. Skirt, skirt, skirt. Um, so we have a great show, obviously. We're going to dive into the fearless of it all. It is a story. Um, but I just want to share like kind of an experience that happened to me yesterday. Okay. Open up. It's a safe space. Um, and I feel like it's going to like offend some people, but I went to Costco. Okay. Which I don't really go to because first of all, I live in an apartment. Costco's for people with ranches, like just no, people with storage, with barns, like yeah, places pant- to put pantries, places to put the biggest pack of crystallite you've ever seen in your life. Like so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And we went to, there's one in the city, but the one in the city is like not that great. Parking is bad and they don't sell liquor. So what's the point? So me and Ben drove to New Jersey cause we just, we wanted liquor, but then we're like, all right, I guess we could like get some stuff from Costco. And I think I've only been to a Costco one other time in my life, but I wasn't like upset about the prospect of going because my book is sold at Costco. So I'm like, great, I could see it on the t- the book shelf, you know, get there. My book isn't even there, you know, but sold all out. but all the people Let's like say it was sold out, but all the people I see myself on shelves with like the Obamas, like they were there. Like, of course they are. But like, I wasn't just say it was sold out. Yeah, it was 100 percent sold out. Um, and I just like had a terrible time. Now, I know people live nothing for Ikea. Ab- nothing about this is surprising me. N- Costco gives me Ikea vibes. Yeah, for sure. Unnecessary, so big, and just, like, overwhelming. Like, I went in there, like, ready to get, like, major, like, snacks. Like, everything, everything. Literally, I walked out, like, I, I, I got toilet paper and towels. Like, I just, it was so overwhelming. I couldn't fathom, like, the size of it all. The size of the store, the size of the products. Like, and all the products are like huge and they're like up on shelves and like I don't know how you get it. Like it was so overwhelming and it's a store that you literally need to spend the day at and then spend the day like organizing your house. I don't have space for that much toilet paper or that much Crystal Light or that many Rice Krispie treats. Like it was so much and I just wanted to say like I don't like Costco. Okay. I mean you're entitled to your opinion. I think I've only ever been to Costco once. A lot of the reason people like Costco is because of the samples. Did you... But maybe they put them away because of COVID. COVID. So then really, what's the point? No, and like, it does make sense. Like, if you have the space, like, why go grocery shopping every week when you can literally go once a year? Like, these packs of Diet Cokes, like, I wanted to buy it so bad. Where the hell do you put that? Yeah. I literally live in an apartment with two closets. It's like, how? So I get the idea. And like, I guess that's why I was so busy. Because in New Jersey, you live in a house, like, you have space for that. But... The one in the city like literally makes no sense. Costco is the antithesis of Manhattan living. It was just like very overwhelming. And I just like I vlogged it on TikTok. And like by the second I got to Costco, the vlog was over because I was so overwhelmed. Like I couldn't even be in the store, let alone vlog the experience. Yeah. So I didn't even post the TikTok, which I might later. It doesn't sound like. No, it was just like so taxing emotionally. I'm still recovering. Add it to your list of unpopular opinions that goes to show that you are not like other girls. 
No, no, no. Other girls love Costco. Love Costco. Other girls are nothing like me, and I am nothing like other girls. And that's just the moral of this show, I think. Just showing everyone how you are not like other girls. No, no, no. I'm... You're so different. different. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, like, honestly, no. like, I really, like, prefer to hang out more, like, with guys. Like, I'm just not really, like, a girl's girl. And, like, I honestly just... I love drinking beer. I just feel like no one understands you. No, no, and I'm so different. And misunderstood. Yeah, it's really, it's exhausting being me. They should write a movie about you. Yeah, the different girl. <laughs> That's right. That's you. Um, okay, we have an amazing show for you guys. Keeping Up With The Kardashians was on last night, the Addison Ray of it all. You guys, worst episode ever. I can't believe it was an episode that I couldn't have been more excited for, and it turned into my eyes glazed in the back of my head. I was shocked, and no offense, I blame MJ and her birthday. I'm not trying to point, Jackie. Not trying to point fingers. No, I thought I'm, that was so sweet. I'm kidding. The end was sweet, but like the the subplot. Where shall we have NJ's birthday? Like you guys have a million fucking houses. You'll no, figure, I know. I you'll know. Figure it out. I'm like stop trying to be like the rest of us, like looking for a venue for your grandmother's birthday party. Like we have those problems. Well, I don't have a grandma, but if I did, that would be my problem. You don't no, have those problems. Totally. I blame like that storyline and also like the bunker or Kimmy Schmidt. Are you kidding? The bunker. Like, are you kidding? Kim, you're so busy yet. You're going to spend five Three hours, hours yeah. sweating in a bunker. The bunker. So I, like, they found a way to absolutely ruin the episode. the episode. And. We'll dive into it. That's on that. I, I was shocked because, like, the, I thought Addison could carry the whole, right. the whole hour. Um, do you have the Real Housewives of Dallas as a story? No, I don't. But I have a Real Housewives story, like a Bravo story. So. Let's, Let me just say it now that I brought it up. Oh, okay. They filmed the Dallas reunion yesterday. Yes, and everyone was like, oh my God, the tea is so hot. Something Do you know crazy, what the tea is? Something crazy is going down, yeah. Carrie Brittingham God. landed here, tested positive for COVID, and traveled with Brandy Redmond, so they both had to film virtually from their hotel rooms, which just sucks. Sucks so hard, not that crazy, like not... I wouldn't call that Everyone tea. was making it like so dramatic. Like there was this big bombshell going to come out of the reunion. Yeah, like people were going to be fired on live, like on the spot live. Yeah, so... No, nothing of the sort. Nothing of the sort. But I do think... Without further ado to do to do... Where are you? Yeah. It is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know. Yeah, you. In the backseat of the taxi. Before you, it is time. <laughs> before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode of the Morning Toast is brought to you by Manscaped. The best in below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Uh, Manscaped obsesses over developing the best technology to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for you or your man's family jewels, and today they're offering our listeners 20% off plus free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. Manscaped treated us with a bunch of tools and formulations from their Perfect Package 3.0 kit. The Perfect Cap Package comes with the perfect hair trimmer ever called the Lawnmower 3.0. Hilarious name, by the way, for like an electric razor for your balls. Their third generation <laughs> trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to, the, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. You can feel confident shaving with Manscaped skin safe technology. The trimmer comes with an LED light for a more precise shave and it is waterproof to make your shower shave clean and easy. Their brand new Perfect Package 3.0 comes with everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free and smelling nice. They also include the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, which are products that can help prevent sweat, smell, and stickiness. And all their products smell great. 
perfect for the man in your life. They use the best ingredients so you have the best experience. All their formulations are vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free. So you know that your man's manhood is in good hands. They also throw in two free gifts for their perfect package. A pair of high-performance Manscaped boxer briefs that keep you fresh all day. And a travel shed bag to store all your grooming goodies. By the way, Ben uses um, all the Manscaped products. It's his favorite razor. And the travel bag. Like, every time we travel, I have like a million pouches. Mm -hmm. So when I pack Ben's like grooming essentials like I put it in like a bright pink leather case like boys don't have pouches you know yeah but manscaped for free they'll give you this like manly leather and black one it's like really cool um so that's worth purchasing alone <laughs> it is a perfect tool for the man in your life he will thank you and it's a great gift so again if you want to get 20 percent off and free shipping use the code toast at manscaped.com get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code toast at manscaped.com thank you manscaped for making grooming easy Love it. Okay, let's dive right in. We've got much to discuss. So first, sign on and scape your man. Sign on, scape your man. For Sorry, sure. it took me like a second to think of it. I'm glad you did. The first story is the big news of the day. Prince Philip has died. The love of Queen Elizabeth's life was 99. Eh. The love of her life. He's the love of her life. Did you watch a crown? Yeah, uh, they had their trials and tribulations, but they were married 73 years. Yeah. And he was a good-ass husband. They were married 73 years because they had no choice. Okay, I don't want to get into this. I don't want to desecrate his name. I was just saying, like... She loves him. Is that really the vibe that you get? A hundred percent. Even though, like, he was, like, being sh weird at first. Like, she put up with it because she loves him. She chose him. She could have married anyone in the whole fucking world. She could have... Yeah, yeah, no. For sure. Yeah. She chose him. Okay. Who do you think she loves? I mean, she did like that horse guy. The horse guy, first of all? Yeah. And second of all... No, I'm not saying that she doesn't love him. I don't know if it was, like, the love of her life. They were married for 72 years because they had to be, like... Well, I mean, everyone else found loopholes for themselves, you know? Yeah, but no Look one at Henry VIII. But no one else. Okay, I guess. Fine. You know? Yeah, it was the love of her life, sure. She made her choice. Yeah. And they made it work. She's just, like, too good of a queen to, like, even think about getting a divorce. Well, that's also well, true. Well, could she get a boyfriend now? Who knows? Where's the horseman? Where's Horsey? What was his name? Like... Chadwick? Like, or? Patchy. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You guys will let us know. Yeah. But Buckingham Palace released a statement. It is with deep sorrow that Her Majesty the Queen announces the death of her beloved husband, His Royal Highness the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. Further announcements will be made in due course. The royal family joined with people around the world in mourning his loss. Are you okay? Yeah. Are no. you just so upset? You said... Edinburgh. It's Edinburgh. <laughs> Do you think that, like... Is that surprising to you? What? That, that I said it wrong? <laughs> Edinburgh. Oh, it's Edinburgh. Okay, so I really stood no chance. Okay, we're both saying it wrong. Edinburgh. Um, first of all, condolences to the royal family. It's a terrible loss. A great leader. But, you know, to live to 99, as we say in Judaism, is such a blessing. Yeah. Such a simcha and should be celebrated. It is a dream. Because in Judaism, we always say, like, odd 120. Like, may you live till 120. But, like, 99 is pretty fucking close. And you say until 120, like, because that's never going to fucking happen. Like, right. So it's a, a, a miracle to live this long. He will be dearly missed as a husband, grandfather, father, great-grandfather. Great-great-great-grandfather? Great to... Just great. Just great. Just great. Just great. Um, and it is a loss. But, honestly, I'm, I'm looking at a single Queen Elizabeth, so... I want all the businessmen beau in all the land to start lining up at Buckingham Palace. We're going speed dating. Get in the car. We ride it dog. Wow. I mean, Queen Elizabeth is going into a period of mourning. I literally didn't even think of that yet. Like, that's 
sure we can entertain that. I'm just like really sad for the family. He's like an integral part yes. of an integral fa- member. An integral member. Who wrote this article up? People. I mean, everyone. No, it's kind of fucked up that like the media would kind of spoil the next season. No, but this this wouldn't be the next season. Kidding. <laughs> this is like in many. I don't know if we'll ever get this. No, season. we never will. Um, it's really sad. I think it is sad. Like it's, to it's, lose a beloved member of your family. You know, and such a world leader. World leader for sure. A respected. And you're right. Like the the later we get in the crown, he really does become this really smart, kind of level headed, almost like cynical royal. But he has like a good head on. Yeah, no, like, in the first few seasons, yeah, things are dicey. They're just, like, young people in love, and, like, that comes with And he wasn't born into this. Like, he got thrown into it, and he definitely fucked up with the ballerina, but... Yes, but as the seasons go on, he's just a mainstay in the family, and I think anytime someone goes to him for advice or, like, he's asked for advice, he really has, like, gave good advice. Yeah. And I think is a smart man, and I think it will... We'll feel his loss. It's just, like, so crazy. Like, he's so old. Okay, so it's 2021. That means he was born in 1921. Like, he was literally born before the Holocaust. Like, that's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy. That's what that would mean. That's what that would mean. Yeah. I, like, always measure people's age and, like, how far away they are from the Holocaust. Yeah. Not that far. And he had some, like, weird Holocaust vibes with his family, you know? Like, his family did, but I don't... I know. I'm just saying, like, let's me not forget, like, Holocaust vibes. Right? The... Family. His family was Nazis. Yeah, like yeah. Nazi sympathizers, but not him. Did I say him? I just said his you family. You said he had some. I said he had Nazi vibes, okay? But, like, he didn't. Why? If you're surrounded by Nazis, that could emulate Nazi vibes. <laughs> he was at school. <laughs> no, that for sure. I'm not saying. That weird-ass school. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm not saying in any way that he's a Nazi, but, like, it's just crazy that, like, there's literally someone alive who like knew Nazis. There's you know? plenty of people. Not there every day there's less and less. There's plenty of people. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Very sad. We're thinking of the Queen and her Queenie vibes and May those Queenie vibes carry her through the difficult times ahead. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? I wonder if Harry and Meghan will attend the funeral. I mean it's like COVID, but funerals for royals are like public, right? Oh, I don't know what they're gonna do. I feel like they don't they like leave the casket like for like a like a week? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they'll do either, but... But yeah, because, like, remember Princess Diana's uh, funeral? Like, Harry and William, like, walked behind. There was a procession in the street. I don't know if they'll be that because of COVID, but I'm just curious if Harry and Meghan will fly to London to pay their respects. We'll see. We shall see. Time will tell. Next up, the other big news of the day, Taylor Swift has released Fearless, Taylor's version, six new songs from the vault, re-recorded all the other songs on the album, including like the deluxe platinum version. Piano version of Fearless, like. And she cop like did them to a T. There's yeah. no creative liberties being taken. She did not take my advice. Despite the fact that there were some moments where I was craving it. Well, so I was like feeling torn between really wanting like a new album. Like I just want new music from Taylor. So like take your old stuff and change it and like give us new music. And at the end of the day, when I listen to the album, like it's pretty much a replica uh, with the new so- with the new vault songs, but all the old songs are pretty much exactly the same. And as much as I was like craving, like, yeah, change lyrics, change tempos. I'm so glad that like the music that I grew up loving, I now can like listen to and like feel good about it because like Taylor owns it and it really is exactly the same. And I feel like for her re-records, like they're pretty much all going to be all the same because like this is music, at least for like for the Swifty fandom, like for me, like it's music that's important to me. And like I want to go back and reference it and to have like two different versions, I'm always going to want to listen to the original, but now the the re-records are literally like the originals. Yeah. So I think it was a smart move. Yeah. 
She now owns like four out of nine of her albums. And of course, she released the re-recording on 4-9. So now I'm thinking maybe like 5-9, is like when we're going to get the re-record. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't Once have a month. to be like this big production and rollout if it's just going to be the exact right. same. You know, it's not. She could also drop it all. Like, just at once. Yeah, she could. That might be, like, overwhelming. I like the idea of five, nine, six, nine, whatever. You get a month of, like, you know, the, the novelty of this. But we don't need, like, so much distance because it's not really new. It's not new right. music that we have to learn. But I do think that every one of the re-records will have new songs on it. I think in order to be able, like, to be eligible to, like, release an album twice, they have to have different songs on it. So I think that, like, we'll get vault songs from Red, from 1989, I think. Eligible in what sense? Like, I don't think you can release the same album twice if it's the exact same thing. Like, without paying money to Big Machine. Okay. Who still owns, like, the licensing or whatever. Yeah. I just think it has to be different. Okay. I think. I don't know. I just feel like she might as well put as many songs, every version. If yes. you're ever itching for this one, that one, here it is for you. You don't need to wander over there. Agreed. Agreed. A hundred hundred percent. So I haven't finished listening to it yet. I got up to Forever and Always and then I had to leave. I got up to um, Untouchable. But so I, I haven't will listened say, to the Keith Urban one yet, but I'm so excited. I haven't listened to the vault ones that we didn't already get. I'm really here for the oldies, though. But these are oldies. No, the, no, but the ones the that songs. like I have memories with. Yeah, you know, of course. But I'm like living for Mr. Perfectly Fine. It's so good. So I'm hoping that there's going to be some other vault songs that will change my life. You All Over Me is good, but it's not one that like I need to like, you know, bury myself in the ground for. Mm. I think I right now like You All Over Me better than Mr. Perfectly Fine. But to each your own. Yeah. Anything, anything can happen. I just like, I feel like it has a more contemporary sound, whereas Mr. Perfectly Fine is like fearless 2008. Period. Right. That's probably why I like it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. I don't know. You don't look ready. Oh, I don't? Okay, hold on. Um, Travis Barker has a new tattoo. Oh, and my God. It might be a tribute to Kourtney Kardashian. What, what, might. No, what do you mean, might? It, it says Kourtney on a nipple. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the dumbest thing. Like, that would be like if I got a Jewish star on my back and they were like, Claudia Ashra has a new tattoo. Might okay. be attributed to her religion. Okay. Sorry. I accidentally clicked like a, a sidebar article that was about like the other tattoo that he got recently. That's like her handwriting. Okay, okay. And she wrote like, you're so cute or something like yeah. that. This one, Travis Barker debuts a new tattoo of Courtney Kardashian's Okay, name. okay. A little more. That's like the dumbest thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, they didn't say it like that though. Phew. Travis is keeping girlfriend Courtney Kardashian close to his heart. The rocker debuted a new tattoo on Thursday. Courtney's first name is in script inked above his left nipple. Yeah, I think it's more like above his heart, but... But it's also above his nipple. It's really it's, close. It's both. <laughs> you know, I'm obsessed with Kravis. Like, I think that they are such a great couple. And I'm loving that their kids are getting along and all that stuff. I'm a little nervous, though. It's okay. very hot and heavy. It's very, like, almost Pete and Ariana. You know, paparazzi everywhere, tattoo on her foot. Like, I'm just nervous. Let me tell you how, I'm nervous. Let me tell you how it's different. Okay. Shall I count the ways? First of all, Travis Barker is covered in tattoos. For him to get a tattoo of someone's Not name, a big deal. Not a big deal. It covered up something else. If they ever were to break... Like, he's not... They're not as, like, big of a deal for him. He gets them in his sleep, and he covers them up when need be. He also has his ex's name tattooed. I don't think it's as Who's big... Who's his ex? Shannon Mochler. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. And she's also the mom of the kids. Right. Right. So, in the tattoo realm, I don't think it's like Pete and Ariana. 
in the hot and heavy realm, these two have been friends for years. Like they know each other. There's a foundation. It, no, I'm better. You can explain your way around it all, but like it is just a lot. And I'm loving it, but I'm nervous because those things fizzle out. Here's the thing. If the bones are good, the rest don't matter. And these two have the bones. True. And they're older than Pete and Ariana. That is the key. They have kids. They know who they are. They know what they want. They know what they're looking for. They have a lot of relationships in their past. Like, they have the makings of a good, strong foundation. Therefore, though on the surface it might appear fast and quick and hot and heavy, I do not think it is. I hope not. I'm just like nervous because I'm really invested and like I really like them as a couple and I would love this to be like, you know, OTP for her. Mm-hmm. But it's just a lot. So I'm, it's like every day there's like new photos, new images, new Instagram, new photo, new caption, new comments by celebs. Like, please, like I'm just nervous. Also, well, you can't blame them for like what other people, True. the fanfare of other people. True. Also, Courtney doesn't act like this. Like, I know. It's not like she is always jumping headfirst and like being so public with her relationships. Mm-hmm. If anything, like this is new behavior from her, which makes m- me think even hi- more highly of it because she's usually one who plays it pretty close to the best. Yes, I'm very happy for her. I just really want it to work out. So I'm just being, you know, cautious, cautiously optimistic. For sure. But you sh- should also enjoy this time because if it's like you said it and it's going to go away soon, enjoy it while you have it. I know. You can't take it with you. You can't take Kravis with you. They're just like at Nobu every single night. You can't take Kravis with you. (laughs) You can try, but you can't. Um, I'm happy for them, and it's cute that he got a tattoo. It's obviously like not a big deal for someone who's literally head to toe covered in tattoos. Yes, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Our next story is some um, pageant drama. (gasps) Sri Lanka? Yeah. I'm all invested. Mrs. World has been arrested after grabbing newly crowned Mrs. Sri Lanka's tiara off her head, allegedly injuring her. Okay, like, did you see the video? It's a little dramatic. But, like, arrested? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's wild. Miss. So, basically, the woman who won Miss Sri Lanka, it's a pageant where you have to be married. And so when she won, then the former winner, Miss, from the previous year, who had crowned her, said, this is a pageant for married women. We just found out you're divorced, grabbed the crown off her head. Now, the alleged winner said she's not divorced, she is separated, and that she was assaulted when she got the crown ripped off of her head. She was definitely embarrassed. I don't know if she was assaulted. Like, I saw the video. She just, like, took the crown off her head. I can't believe they actually arrested that woman. I mean, that's a crazy series of events. But, like... If she's separated and she's in this competition and someone took something off of her person, you can press charges for that. No, you can. And honestly, I would be pressing charges too, like just for the sheer embarrassment of getting that crown given to me and then taken off. 100%. Like I'm turning the tides because now Mrs. World is arrested and you're like, she's the snatcher. Literally this whole article is calling her the crown snatcher. And I'm just like. She's a crown snatcher. She's a fucking snatcher. (laughs) No, literally. It's such a bizarre story. And is this the same pageant? Like, would this Miss Sri Lanka enter Miss Universe? No. This is Mrs. World. Is that a different... Yeah, I think it's like, now I'm realizing we, obviously... We have Miss USA and Miss America, and now it's like Miss World and Miss Universe? But there's also Mrs. America. Because there's Miss America. What? For married women. We have Mrs. America? Yeah. But you can't win Miss America if you're married? That is... So antiquated? Wait, there's no way you're, that's true. There's not two competitions for but married think women. Think about it. Like, there's Miss there's and there's not Mrs. Mrs. America. I believe that there is. I'm telling Mrs. you, America. there's not. Like, I don't think it gets as much, you know, hype. 
And which one was Kenya Moore? Miss USA. Miss America pageant. Oh, my God. Mrs. America. (gasps) The Mrs. America pageant is a beauty competition that was established to honor married women throughout the United States of America. Okay, but I don't think it exists anymore. Hold on. 2005. No, they had 2020 and (gasps) Camille Schreier won. Oh, my God. And Alan Thicke hosted. (laughs) Wait, I'm literally shook. Right. So then this is like there's Miss World and clearly there's Mrs. World and she's a crown snatcher. And is there Miss Universe and Mrs. Universe? And there's no, I don't think so. And there's Miss Teen USA. Is there Mrs. Teen USA? What about the married teens? What about what about the married teens? This is when we separate. We just need one. This is so stupid. Oh, my God. I cannot believe there's a Mrs. America pageant. So is there also a Mrs. United States? No, I don't think so. I get so confused by pageants. Like I know. It's really confusing. And Miss Congeniality was Mrs. Miss United States. She's beauty and she's grace. She's Miss United States. Yeah, Miss they USA. Miss United States. Yes, yes, yes. But we don't, you don't call it Miss United States. You say Miss USA, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I'm always trying to think when Kenya Moore is Miss like, America. No, no, that's a separate pageant. <laughs> Kenya Moore always says, like, you might know me for being Miss USA. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere USA. She's beauty and she's grace. She's Miss United States. So. So justice for Sri Lanka. Yeah, but she's getting her justice. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy. That's such a world. bizarre turn of events. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Fifth and final story. It's a final story. <laughs> it's actually like not your usual final story because it's just It about, never is. No, usually it's unusual, but this is a usual. Oh. Andy Cohen says two housewives are upset over Watch What Happens Live kids special. Andy Cohen revealed on his radio show, first of all, I will say I heard from two moms yesterday, why wasn't my daughter included in the Watch What Happens Live special? He said it was just a lot to have 13 people. He does not say who the two real housewives are, but that is for us to speculate. He did confirm it was not Sonia Morgan asking about Quincy. Of course it would not be Sonia Morgan. First of all, Lisa Rinna also confirmed that it wasn't her because a lot of people were speculating that she would be upset about Delilah and Amelia. And she like went on her Instagram story. She's like, I want to know who the two moms were who complained, thus taking herself out of the race. I have it on very good authority. Um, even though a lot of people speculated that it was Kyle Richards, it is 100% not Kyle Richards. I found out for sure. Like, it's not. Okay. So where does that leave us? And it's daughter. Like, was Lisa Vanderpump mad that it's not Pandora? No. Pandora's like a little too old. No. For like... It's not Lisa Vanderpump. Let's go city by city. Okay? I mean, it's not Bryn. Okay, let's go to New York. It's not Bryn. It's not Sonia Morgan. Avery's on it. Victoria Deliceps Victoria Deliceps is on it. Leah McSweeney. Jill Zarin. Ali Shapiro. Yes. Someone said... Someone messaged, like, Ali Shapiro should be on it. I totally agree. Yeah. So I wonder if that was one of them. Definitely. But I don't know. But Jill, like, I don't know. I do think Ali should be on it. Me too. And I do think Jill might have been one to complain. Okay. Okay, I think we found one. Okay. Jersey. Oh, also, there's not a Potomac kid, kid here. Who has a daughter. Like, Karen, Huger, Karen Huger, Giselle. Giselle. I know, but they're, like, not on the show that much. Yeah. And they didn't grow up on the show. The show is still, like, kind of early. Is yeah. anyone from Dallas? No. Dallas but and Potomac are, like, the same Berks age. Marks. Oh, yeah. But, like, he, he made such a splash. Like, I no, wonder. Right. Well, Dallas, we have Carrie's kids. Yeah, but they also are not on that much. Like, we and, don't know and, anything like, about them. We, we know the one better than the others, but then... I saw the others, and they all look the same, and they're all the same age. And honestly, with Dallas, a lot because they're and like they all younger. Look like Olivia Jade. Yes, they're all younger. That I feel like 
honestly, the kids are still like like Hilton is what like seven. Like we're not gonna have a seven year old. No, I think it was Hilton complaining. Me too. <laughs> um, okay, but so let's go to like the OG franchises because I think okay, Atlanta we have Brielle. Um, Riley, Riley, and and Noel. I think we're fine. Oh, and Cairo, and and uh, Noel, Cynthia. Oh my god, yeah. So Atlanta, I don't think. I think it's probably someone from Beverly Hills or New Jersey. Or OC. But there's so many random. Oh, no, Shannon, Tamra. No, Tamra's kids. No, Shannon. Shannon. Yeah, I mean, Dreamcatcher. What was that song they wrote? I don't know, but it was Dream so catcher. good. <laughs> it was so good. She has a number of kids who could have participated. Shannon is interesting. Bronwyn. I mean, oh, she's maybe so fresh. She thought, yeah, maybe. But like she puts her kids on the show a lot. A lot. I feel like maybe it could have been her. Like doesn't mean she has ground to stand on to complain. Yeah. But she might have complained. I don't know, though. That would take balls. Can we think about Jersey? You think it was like Melissa Gorga? Like Antonia? But she also is like not even on the show. Like yeah. she's a star. Yeah. Anyone else daughters from Jer- Oh, Danielle Staub. You think? Danielle Staub. Yeah, because her kids were like a fixture on that. And like, I would love to hear from them. Like, when Teresa flipped that table on your mom and then like the year after that, like, what was it like? We did hear from them when Teresa had to go apologize. Oh, I guess, yeah. Like, I'm good on that storyline. But I, really I could am. see Danielle Staub complaining. Yeah. Do all the housewives like have Andy's phone number? Like, how do they Well, even- that's what I was going to say. Like, at what point did they get cut off? Like, you're no longer a part of this, like, business. You can't call Andy. And I think that even, like, when you are a part of the business, not all of them have relationships with Andy. Like, not all of them have Andy's phone number. They probably, yeah. like, know him on Watch What Happens Live. Like, but not in a personal way. I think a lot of the New York housewives know him personally just because the, he lives in New York. And the Beverly Hills ones because they're, like, celebrities and Andy's a celebrity. And the OGs, like, I think... The Atlanta women have a good relationship with him. I'm sure they all have his phone number. Not the new ones, but same with Jersey. Yeah, but like, does Carrie Brittingham have his no, phone number? No, I actually don't think any of the Dallas Housewives have his number. Yeah. No, it's interesting. And like, some of them are like, like, Bethany and him are like best friends. Like, they like hang out in the Hamptons all together. So that's like unfair, you know? Yeah, but she's not a housewife anymore. Right. So, so it works. Yeah. So those were the five, fast five stories. So I think we landed on... Possibly Danielle Staub, Jill, Jill Zarin, and Shanna Bedore. Yeah, I'm going Jill Zarin. Or Bronwyn. I'm voting Jill and Shannon. I think I am too. Or Jill and Staub. Um, well, those are the Fast Five stories, yes, as you said. And I feel as though you needed to know them. I, I would agree. Yeah. Um, let's dive into our TV recap, which is uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians on E! last night. It was an episode that was highly anticipated, the Addison Rae of it all, making her appearance, first cameo on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She is just such a star. Like, she's so smiley. She's so cute. She's, like, so... Well, I actually right, I actually understand why Courtney, like a 40-year-old woman, wants to hang out like with her. She's, like, magnetic. She has that energy. And, you know, I definitely, when I first saw, started seeing them hanging out, like, I definitely thought it was weird. Me too. Um, but the way they kind of described, like, how they met and then just, like, how they stayed friends. I totally understood it. And honestly, the more I thought about it, like, most of the people in my life who are, like, my best friends are, like, literally 15 years older than me. Like, it's not weird. No, it's it's not super weird and you just have to see her, like, to understand. Yeah. She just... She has that energy. First of all, she's a star. Like, she just... Sitting at dinner or lunch with all of them, like, interrogating her. She can handle it. She is a star. Like, she's going to be huge. I've always felt that way. Last night's episode cemented it. But then also, like, they all ended up really liking her because she's just, like, a fun... Even beyond, like, being a star, she just seems like a fun, nice, cool girl who, like, gets along well with others. Yes. 
Yes. What's not to like? No, there's nothing not to like. She's like so nice with the kids and they have like grown up fun. Like that party looked turned. Yeah. Um, when they were like, we're going in the ocean. It's like crazy. No, like it's crazy. Yeah. But like um, them showing up in matching outfits, like that was a little extreme for me. Oh, no, I liked it. Extreme. I liked it. I, she was a breath of fresh air. I hope she's on more episodes that, you know, have other good storylines that didn't take me two hours to watch because it was so goddamn boring. Yeah. It was literally one of the worst episodes I've ever seen. Yeah. So then, like, the other random storylines. Honestly, we didn't get enough Chris Jenner in this episode, and that's why I feel like it was a flop of an episode. Yeah, but, like, also, Corey is so funny to me because, like, Hanging literally out with a party with Courtney. Addison, Sarah Howard, and Corey. Sarah Howard, fitness and health guru, smoking a jewel, and uh, Harry. Yeah, yeah. Like, what a random I'm Corey. And then I'm like, why is Corey there? And then when they all ran in the ocean, Sarah, Addison, Courtney, and Corey, I was like, Corey, go home to your wife. Like, it was so random. I was dying. No, but like, what a good time. Yeah. Corey is the good time guy. I think that's why, like, they really like having him around. Like, he chaperones all the parties. Like, he takes Kylie to clubs. Like, yeah. he's he's like a protector of sorts, and he's also a good time guy. He's like a man about town, knows the best spots. No, I love him so much. Life goal, like, get to a party and, like, be one of Corey Gamble's, like, hanger honors. Yeah. True. Realistic, I think. So... I hope we see more Addison. It looks like she's at the house all the time. Mm-hmm. So if, if going forward, she's not like in more scenes, I'm going to be like, oh, then everything about that last episode was just like planned, like her playing cornhole with the kids. Like you don't just go over and right. play cornhole. Right. Um, second subplot was MJ's birthday. Like, what should we do? Should we go to the hotel? Chris was right. Obviously, MJ, who's older, should not be going to like a public hotel for her birthday because this was what, like six months ago in LA when things were really bad. But of course, like the Kardashians being like, what do we do? Like, of course, you know what you're going to do. Like you threw in, you flew in a uh, clinic, you got everyone tested, her friends quarantined. And of course, like it was fine. We were outside, we were wearing masks. Like the whole conundrum of like, what do we do? Like as if you don't have unlimited resources was just a little stupid. Right. You could have shut down the hotel for the day flew the clinic in. Right, you didn't have to bring Rick Ross, the rapper slash um, pianist. No, he was a saxophone. Oh. Um, Like, you could have just went to him. Like, it was so stupid. But at the end, it was actually a really nice party. I agree, and I really like the message of it, of just, like, living life to the fullest and just, like, enjoying your time here on Earth. And so by then, I was cool with it. But, like, in the middle of the episode, I was just like, I have literally no time for this. I have a book I want to get back to. Yeah, but at the actual party, like, I did get, like, choked up. And it was, like, every time, like, I think they just, like, know that their time with MJ is limited. Is limited, and they have so much respect for her, and they all showed up, even though like they're no one goes to everyone's birth, like at someone's birthday dinner, no one's ever there. Kim, everyone was there except for Kylie, um, and I just I loved that, and that's like that's like why I love them, like their fam- like their respect for family, they're like they just love each other so much, and I actually thought that storyline ended nicely, but it was a journey. Thank you. It ended beautifully, and it was a stunning party. Like looked so much fun. MJ had her sensei, like it was lovely. Mm-hmm. But then the sub sub. Sub. Oh, actually, before the sub sub subplot, Jonathan's robbery. Yeah, that was actually crazy. I can't believe they caught that on camera of him calling Kim before the police even arrived. And Kim is such a good friend. Like, just come here, come here. Like, we'll take care of you. But that was actually really scary. I remember when we reported on it, and I remember when it happened. And I texted him, and I was like, Oh my god, are you fucking okay? He said, Like, literally, it was the scariest moment of his life. Like, they literally held up a gun to his mom's head. Like, that's so fucking scary. So fucking scary. So even though everyone always jokes about food god, like, really scary. Yeah. And I'm glad he's okay. And of course, that triggered something in Kim. But the storyline that proceeded after that was so silly. Like, I couldn't. Except, I kind of loved the uh, bunker builder wearing the Obama shirt flashing his nipples to Chloe on Zoom. Oh, like, yeah, like a ship. These no, two. No, 
loved him. Also, when Chloe was on Zoom with him being like, yeah, take it off sexy, it was like kind of like old Chloe vibes. And I was like, wow, she really has changed. And it made me sad because I feel like she's so much more protective of herself Reserved. now. And she used to be like so open and, and fun. Not that she's not those things, but like it was just showed me how much like things had changed for her. I agree completely. I like I was smiling at that Zoom scene when it was like like a nothing burger. Yeah, it just felt like very old Chloe in a good way. Then they went to the bunker, uh, Kimmy Schmidt and the mole women, and they just laid there for three hours, played cards and studied. I'm sure they didn't actually stay there for five hours. I'm sure like editing made it seem longer. They were probably there for like 30 minutes, just like pretending to be there for five hours. Oh. Um, because like Kim was like, it's so hot in here. They were like making the degrees 104. Like neither one of them were sweating. They That's weren't even true. shiny. That's true. They weren't even shiny. Okay? I feel like Kim goes out of her way to not sweat. You know, like, I don't think she's a big sweater. No, I know. But like, okay, in a bunker in 104 degrees, like, it's, some, it's not up to you. I don't know. It was just stupid. On. It was so stupid. And I, like, would, I think maybe I won't get a bunker. Oh, truckers for bunkers. Truckers against bunkers. That's us. That's them. Yeah, no, it was beyond stupid. I would have thought I could watch, like, them do anything. I guess I have my limits. Yeah, it was really stupid. Like, I was really getting bored. And I was, like, getting, like, um like claustrophobic for them yeah because also it was like two of them in there and then also what like four cameras no, 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 it was horrible it was horrible so it was like a subpar episode but again it's the final season so we just have to enjoy each moment i just like because it was the final season i just assumed i was gonna enjoy every minute and like i really did not enjoy it i know but that happens things happen things do happen that is our tv recap and that is our show yes it is and that is our week like i'm so fucking excited to just roll out the weekend in front of me Take it in. Soak it up. Soak up each other's weekendness. Yeah. We've got a big weekend ahead of us. Yeah, we do. I'm hosting Shabbat at my home this evening. It's going to be lovely. Um, I would come full. And that's my advice to you guys. I hope everyone has a Shabbat Shalom. A happy and healthy weekend. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Take care of yourselves. Listen to your body. And be kind to one another. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeart Radio, CastBox, all the places where you listen to podcasts, find out The Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you have an amazing day. See you on Monday. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.